This is Black Girls in Bloom podcast. This is a safe space for us to express our unbiased thoughts, experiences, and understandings of our journey. Our hope is that at the very least you're entertained. We really want this space to bring you comfort, allow you to relate, and bloom with us. So settle in and let's get started, babe. Welcome back, babes, to another episode of Black Girls in Bloom podcast. This is Chris and China. And y'all, it took us a lot to get here today. <laughs> <laughs> but we're here. That's what's important. The, the facts are the facts. Yes, it was a struggle bus. But we here. We made it. Yep. And I'm so happy. Okay. So happy. How you feeling? It's bright and well, it's not really bright and early, but it's before 12 o'clock, so it's bright and early for me. How you feeling? You know, I'm good. We how was your trip to, back home? Are you talking about the flight or are you talking about the trip in general? The trip was fine. <laughs> <laughs> the trip was fine. It was a lot of work, but we got it done. And um yeah, I ended up seeing like four different people that I've known in like two days so like on my first day of the trip going there I saw this girl in high school with her and her wife and then when I got there me and my mom went to Costco and I saw the girl who used to do my hair or the lady she's a lady <laughs> I saw the lady who used to do my hair fast forward to the last day of my trip I'm at Target with my cousins and I see this girl I used to be her boss and then on my when I'm at the airport at three o'clock in the morning, I see my hunger. I'm like, this is crazy. I ain't seen this many people I know like this in a long time. <laughs> in, uh, in at least a couple of years. Yeah, for sure. For sure. So what did you eat? Did you eat anything good? I'm so disappointed in my trip as far as food. Like I could have done so much better. So I chose the habit over in and out because we don't have a habit out here and my food was cold and I'm just so disappointed. So, and I didn't get no tacos. Another what? major disappointment. Girl, I was just so focused on trying to get the assignment done that I wasn't really trying to do too much, leaving and going other places. And then the day where I was going to get tacos, I ended up going to San Diego and my cousin wanted this pizza place and we it was so good. The pizza was so good. But I wasn't hungry enough to get the tacos when we got back to LA. But I did bring home four bricks. Of chili, which is <laughs> yeah, say that at the end. <laughs> say that shit right away. <laughs> no drugs, okay? Because <laughs> uh, they don't sell brick chili out here, girl, and that is a key ingredient. So when I make like chili and like you know just chili in general, or like chili beans, or like my baked beans, I put that in there too. So I'm just like. Ma'am, sir, I need this. Four bricks, please. Thank you. <laughs> and it's funny because I had never heard of, like, brick chili and none of that. Because they don't have it in Chicago. So when you said it, I was like, what the fuck is she talking Not now, but when you first, like, introduced me to it. I was like, what the fuck is she talking about? And then when I finally seen it, like, it really is a brick. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, no, this is the real shape of it. This shit is crazy. But the chili and the baked beans be good. So, yeah. Y'all probably need to get y'all a brick, too. Right. Only in California. 
Girl, I've been feeling so good lately. You sound good, girl. Did you get a did you did you get an offer on Zoom? We'll talk about that later on in the episode. <laughs> all right. All right. <laughs> that ain't it. <laughs> but <laughs> I've lost that's okay, that's gonna be my highlight of the week. But I've lost twelve pounds. Yes. Yes. Eight pounds away from twenty. Right, oh, so really, I've lost twenty, but girl math. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the scale say I've lost twelve, so I grow with that. I've lost twelve pounds, and baby is feeling good. I woke up early today uh, to go to like the grocery store and work out and stuff. And usually, if it was like a Saturday and it's six thirty, seven o'clock, baby, I'm going to Burger King, or I'm finna go to McDonald's. I'm finna go to somewhere quick because I want a breakfast sandwich. But today. I was on my way to the grocery store, and I just had to reflect on, damn, I really am forming good, healthy habits. Yes, I'm so happy. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> you know what? Speaking of this, and I'm glad that's your highlight of the week, I was eating nothing but rotisserie chicken and salad when I was in LA, and I swear to God, I came home skinnier than a mosquito stick, okay? <laughs> oh. Where y'all was getting the chickens from, Costco? Yeah, we had got one from Costco and one from Sam's Club. We had to, we had to get two of them because we was tearing it up. I told Greg, I said, when I get home, this all I'm eating. You can either get with it or get lost because <laughs> the inflammation is down. I was doing that and taking some fermented turmeric. The inflammation mm-hmm. is down. I think I lost maybe like two pounds while I was out there, but you know, it is. Yeah. Damn, you know what? I'm giving you a Costco card. Or Sam's Club, I'm gonna give me some kind of car where they got rotisserie chickens because <laughs> <laughs> I always hear people saying, I got it, you know, from Costco or Sam's You can Club. get them at the regular grocery store. They ain't no but I feel like I'm gonna get more bang for my buck at a Sam's Club or it's a Costco. It's the same chicken. How they gonna, how they gonna wholesale the chicken? It's one chicken. <laughs> <laughs> oh, think so, babe. Them chickens be bigger. Them you don't want no big chicken. chicken. You don't <laughs> want no big chicken. <laughs> That is hormones, girl. Chickens is not that big. <laughs> it's eating all hormones so much you working out. For what? You're pumping your body with bullshit. <laughs> Shut up. I want to get you a cro- uh, y'all, uh, H-E-B. That's what y'all got out there? Yeah. Go and get you yeah, an H-E-B, H-E-B chicken out there. Mm-hmm. I heard H-E-B got some shit in there. I ain't never been in there. Though. I heard they got some stuff in there. Yeah, no, H-E-B got the, got the shit on them for real, for real. That's my stuff. And your whole California accent just came out. That's because you still fresh off the plane. <laughs> so what's your highlight of the week? That I'm motherfucking home. <laughs> Damn, okay. I am home. That's my highlight of the week. I'm home. And I, you know, I'm home. I miss my family and my husband. I miss being waited on hand and foot and all that. <laughs> I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this life where I got to do everything on my own. The ghetto. Yeah, it is for real. The ghetto. I'm going to say, I don't got nobody. It's just me here. I said, well, sounds like you need to get get on your Zoom. Get your man. This ain't it. Where is the husband? You do this all by yourself? Every day? You got you to gotta cook your own food every day? 
that's how all the married bitches be looking at the single ones. Like, damn, y'all bitches, y'all in them trenches, huh? Damn, that's crazy. But you know, it's like the caveat to everything, cause bitch, you ain't gotta worry about your house being loud. <laughs> you ain't gotta worry about somebody being hot and cutting off your air. I mean, you know, turning on your heat, cause yeah. cold, you ain't gotta worry about none of that. If you there's caveats to everything. If I could <laughs> have the best of both worlds. I would, but I can't. So I'll take this one where my man cooks for me every day. <laughs> Hell yeah. See, I'm here for that shit because, baby, oh, that's a whole nother story. But I'll let you introduce today's topic since it was your beautiful and bright idea. Yay. Um, okay, we are going to talk about self love. And um, I think one thing in particular we're going to touch on, probably not right away, is just how it affects your mental for one and how um you know your the way your mother might have viewed herself could affect how you view yourself and how you love yourself so do you feel like you have a good self-love image of yourself like do you feel like you love your everything about yourself would i say everything no but do i feel like i have a really good foundation yes foundation what is that okay so everything so when I say everything I mean like mentally physically emotionally all that kind of stuff right um and I feel like we don't understand the importance of like being kind to ourselves I think we're so tough on ourselves but then we're tough without discipline without discipline which is the the interesting fact about it because we need discipline to survive we need structure we need to be able to do what you're doing right now is giving up every day eating the right things loving on your body in that way so your body is healthy physically right mm-hmm. and then we also need to talk to ourselves nicely but structuredly we don't need to let ourselves slide with all the bullshit because that's not self-love but we need to not be so hard on yourself like oh you're calling ourselves stupid calling ourselves ugly saying we don't like this about our body like that about our body all that great stuff especially when we have all of our limbs are working our mental health we're in good mental or good health physically there's nothing wrong with us we don't have any disabilities or anything like that I feel like that's all important and we take a lot of that for granted when it comes to loving ourselves Okay, well, since you broke it down like that, yes. Since you said you love everything about yourself. Yes. I'll, I'll go ahead and give that one a check mark. <laughs> and, you know, I needed you to break it down a little bit. Like, okay, yeah, I'm, I'm with that. Uh, but I will say, though, that that when I'm going through a tough time, I do feel like I can beat myself up a bit more than normal because really I don't I'll be honest I don't really beat myself up you know like, oh my, I hate myself oh I feel so you know I don't, I don't do that but when you know like shit is rocky I will kind of get in my head a little bit and you know what I'm saying like my thoughts go a bit darker than normal I got you oh just a heads up y'all if y'all hear anybody barking any loud noises I'm, I'm recording outside so um you know just move on along this um, dog that i didn't even know you had is no 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 uh-uh, this ain't even my dog this, this ain't even my dog. <laughs> <laughs> this, 
$2 cross the street. <laughs> I'm outside. Because my house is loud and bright and early. So, you know, I'm sitting outside recording. But, okay, so do you feel like you have a good foundation of, of self-love? And do you feel like you've always had one? So I have, like, I feel like I'm, like, bipolar when it comes to self-love with myself. And from jump, like, okay, so when I was a kid, I got teased, right? And that really stuck with me. Um, because when I was, like, I wore glasses really, really young, and they was really, really thick, okay? <laughs> I've always had a really, really full lips. And, and now they paying for them. What? Come on, baby. What? Bitches paying. Bitches wish they looked look like yours. You pay for yours. Mine not natural. So I always like struggled with that because you know I was teased really young, and then like you know when boys like you, they tease you. You know, oh yeah, you that weird them, shit. You got them DSLs. Like, um, okay. It's not a I'm not into all that. I just want to. <laughs> just want to. <laughs> just want to play <laughs> do all that but um so I, I've always been bipolar because it took me a long time to kind of like realize that I was pretty you know mm-hmm. and I just would be like and it really affected me when I was younger in relationships because I'm like is this boy really do he really think I'm pretty or do he think I'm about to give him something because I'm not about to do that and if he don't really think so like I will always like question myself like are they really with me because they really think I'm pretty like you know what I mean and I still catch myself not those thoughts but thoughts like that but in the adult form like you know what I mean like scrolling like oh she's so pretty like kind of like comparing myself like I always I don't know Bipolar, because some days I look in the room like, girl, you look rough. <laughs> you don't look like the girl you looked like yesterday. Like, so I, I've always been bipolar like that when it comes to my physical image. When it comes to like my mental health, like my talk, like how I talk to myself, um, I've always been gentle. Like I've never told myself I feel like uh, I'm stupid or I hate myself or anything like that. So I've always been gentle in that aspect because I, I do feel like it's important. Like I don't even let, I'd rather the kids say a bad word than they tell their siblings they hate them, their their siblings or like call them something crazy. You know what I mean? I'd rather mm-hmm. them cuss. So I am very careful when it comes to like dumb and like retarded when it comes to myself or, you know, other people because I feel like you know, words have a lot of power. So, um, yeah. And and since I had a baby, when it comes to my physical aspect, I feel like there's a lot of things that I've, I've learned to dislike about my body. And I'm trying to get to a space where I can feel comfortable and love even this season of my body before I go get on somebody's table. Long story short, short story long. <laughs> That's how I feel about myself. <laughs> <laughs> and I like, what are you saying? I like sports and that's it. <laughs> uh, as far as me, with, hmm, let me think. How I speak to myself has always been pretty gentle. Um, as far as my body, I was a late bloomer. 
Um, the butt never really came. Still fucking waiting on it, but we gonna get there in the gym. Um, now that you, <laughs> damn, what's yeah. the fuck table is how you say things. We have me well. <laughs> Um, as far as like the chest or whatever, all of my growing up, all of my friends were pretty, you know, all of them, let's just be honest, all of them were very well developed and I was really flat, um, in comparison to my peers. And, you know, they would say like different things that made me feel very uncomfortable and self-conscious about my, my boobs. And it wasn't really until I got like to college and I started, you know, really, um, like, Ooh, I can't think of the word, but really forming out and like blooming out uh, when my chest started to bloom and get full and grow. And now it's just like, you know, that's a good, good little situation for me. So I love my boobs. Um, I think one thing too that I have to give to my mom, like in a, in, in a respectful way is if, like being, I feel like being a brown skin and a dark skin black girl, it's a lot of different layers that come with that. I'm not saying that other women just don't face different things. I can only speak from my perspective. Um, so my mom was a brown-skinned woman. And my mom, she was really, you know, jazzy, classy, always looked neat and, and well-kempt, like always had her hair done, nails done. So seeing that image growing up of somebody that put so much effort into how they looked and just, you know, to how well-spoken they were, it really helped me a lot as I got older. So mm-hmm. now, you know, I like to look nice and neat when I go outside. We ain't talking about work either, because I used to show up to work looking howdy doody some days and did not care. But just, you know, to like going outside and presenting myself to different people, I do like to look together. But one of the things that I think my mom kind of placed on me, and I I don't think she, she did in a way in which like she knew she was doing it like, I think it was like a subconscious thing, just how fearful she was of living life and doing different things and venturing out and, you know what I'm saying, like just marching to the beat of her own drum. That, in my opinion, I feel like it kept me a little stagnant in certain areas, like as I blossomed into womanhood, because I was afraid to like get out there and do different things. But then on the other side of that, I saw like what that fear of, you know, moving away from home, like your hometown and, and, you know, just going out there, trying different things. I saw what that looked like. So that also pushed me to, you know, go fly a little butterfly and move to this state, move to that state, do this, do that. Um, I know that was like real, that was long, but <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I feel like now I'm in a good place. The older I get, the more confident I become. Yeah. I uh, or I feel like I don't know if it's for necessary confidence but I feel like the more secure and like the more I become I, I will like maybe this confident I grow confident in who I am and just content with like yeah I'm not gonna be like this I'm not gonna be like that but going back to your boob conversation because I <laughs> I was part of the itty baby titty committee probably CEO of the itty <laughs> of the itty bitty titty committee, but it never really bothered me. I was always around women who had larger boobs. It never really bothered me because my mom, I feel like she felt that I was gonna be a, a soft spot for me. So she always would be like, Well, your papa talking about her dad. Your papa used to say, All you need is a mouthful. All you need is a mouthful. I'm like, Okay, you know what I mean? <laughs> okay, cool. So I you know, when 
boys used to say little things or make or people used to say little spike. I'm like, well, what you need more than a mouthful for? Like, you know what I mean? I use that to kind of like ease whatever burn they were trying to give me. And then when they came out with that bombshell bra from Victoria's Secret, baby, didn't tell me nothing. I forgot I had, didn't even have boobs when I used to wear that bra. <laughs> and I didn't yeah. get boobs until after I had kids. So be lucky yours came in college. <laughs> I had to push out bowling balls for these motherfuckers. <laughs> I had to do a damn. I had to do a little bit of more work. <laughs> damn, come on. <laughs> Go ahead and sprout or something. <laughs> And that's one thing that you learn too is like, okay, I'll, I'll just, this is a very transparent moment. My um, my nephew that's down here is my middle sister's son. And my oldest nephew and my niece are by my oldest sister. Just to see how they, how, how my middle nephew speaks about himself versus how the oldest two speak about themselves, you can see the difference in parenting. You can't mm-hmm. tell my middle nephew, he not the, the best person in the room like I'm he's I'm the smartest and that's just what it is with them they say you know they, they just talk down to themselves and that's a conversation that I keep trying to have like hey the way you talk about yourself it's important that's if you keep telling yourself you can't do something you're stupid you're not good enough blah blah you're internalizing that and now mm-hmm. it's like damn I can't do that damn I'm not good enough you're not going to go after those opportunities you know you're not going to get around people that truly love you and are genuinely happy for you and you're just not going to live a good life Oscar the Grouch. That's just what it is. <laughs> so, <laughs> for real, so it's like as an adult, I think about those moments in childhood when, you know, kids would just be mean and it's just like, oh, okay, I, I get what's going on here. Your mama must be calling you stupid and ugly at home. But mm-hmm. now when you get to school, you feel like you, that's just what it is. Like, everybody's stupid and ugly. Yeah. And, no, that's, mm-mm. nope. <laughs> nope. I'll never forget. And this isn't any shade, but this is just a honest moment. Um, I was visiting someone and we were going out. And I was like, oh, you know, I want to curl my hair, put on some clothes or whatever. And they made the statement that like, oh, well, you know, I don't have to do all of that. I, I got a man. Hmm? And- for the man? <laughs> <laughs> this ain't for the man, baby. This for me. <laughs> I didn't say I was, I I was cooking this for you. This for me. <laughs> and I wish I would have really checked her in that moment, but it is what it is. I let that one roll. And it's like, if your confidence is tied to how you can please somebody else, that shit is a problem. It really is. And I'm not saying, you know what I'm saying? Of course, I I can understand being in a relationship. You want to look nice. You want to put that shit on. But you're choosing your outfits and how you present yourself for the, the, the appeasement and the approval from somebody else. Baby, you need to dig a little bit deeper. What they say in Princess and the Frog? No. <laughs> you got to dig a little deeper. Damn, that's my movie. <laughs> Find out who you are. Oh, that's my movie. Um, <laughs> and that, you know what? That movie, too, really helped me with being confident in being my complexion. All of that. Because, baby, you can't tell me Princess Tiana is not Chef's Kiss. Okay? It's beautiful. Yeah. Um... So, yeah, I I just, when I do different things, it's not for the approval and the applause from other people. Yeah. 
Um, and then to also touch on what you were saying, like how your mom presented herself has a lot to play or has a lot to do with how you feel like you should present yourself. I feel like that same thing. My mom always sharp as a tack, honey, clean as a whatever they be saying back in the day. So like I, I when I go out, I go out it's to the point where it's like, I don't know. People be like, you should do, you should, uh, what do they say? You should uh, do, start a blog for fashion. Like, I'm not even into fashion like that. Like, I can tell you designer this, designer that. You know what I mean? It's all about how you put stuff on. And that's all my mom would tell me. You don't need to be spending your money on that. You can put together this from this and then put it together and put that and put a, put a shoe on there. And, and I'm like, yeah, girl, we're doing it. <laughs> we're doing it, girl. But that really has affected me as a parent so like I've been dying this whole week just watching my kids go to school like I pulled their clothes out beforehand but Brayden you know he has full access to his clothes and he's not gonna he's he tried it and I'm saying you let him go like that to school okay cool I'm gonna chill you know and then, like, they went to this family night yesterday, uh, Thursday, and um, I was like, oh, he sent me a video or whatever. I'm like, please put her hair in one ponytail. My baby has, I do, like, twists on their hair. Not many twists, but just, like, twists. And Bailey likes to pull hers out and, like, undo her twist. So her hair was looking crazy. And I'm like, why are you okay with them out like this? This don't even look, this shouldn't even look right to you. But he's a boy who had nothing but boys and it's like yeah you can dress now but bruh you have to have a foundation <laughs> and today they went to a birthday party and like I'm having him switch his pants and Brayden's like it was daddy's fault <laughs> I'm like I'm, I'm not tripping I just need you to put on some, like put on some blue jeans and he's like bringing these other pairs of pants and Greg's like well, when are you going to let him dress for himself I said when he has the foundation to dress himself <laughs> I said, I will start working on him putting together things, but you're just not, you don't just get up and just know how to put stuff on. No matter how good your mama dressed you, you she got to teach you how to match stuff and, you know, mm-hmm. coordinate. You coordinate. coordinate. Yes, coordinate. Yes. And I just be, he just be having my babies look whatever and I shit burns me. <laughs> it burns me. <laughs> oh, for my birthday. Uh, you know, kids was down here, and we. I said, "Look, we're all gonna look nice as a unit, okay? We all gonna look nice as a unit." My oldest nephew wants to bust some shit out of his suitcase, and I said, "No, uh-uh. <laughs> you can't put that on." <laughs> and he was like, "Why, TT? I like this. I'm, I'm sure you do, but let's say that for another day. What, what is this?" <laughs> and it was a cute, you know, nice little outfit, but. Go a little bit deeper in your dig a little deeper in your suitcase, and get that other shit with the tags on it because this looks like you done wore this seven times to seven different park events, birthday parties. This, you know, this is like your lounging. We finna run to Walmart clothes. This ain't no. We all finna go to dinner and everybody looks clean and you know well put together, and then you just don't look like you threw. Like my mom used to call it tacky tacos. You look like a t- a tacky taco. <laughs> you look like you finna go be hot and sweaty in this you know you just got like certain leggings and t-shirts like yeah this is like I, I, I should up in this kind of outfit that's what it was giving like you finna go mow the lawn or some shit you're not putting that on um, 
you know, like you said, you got to build the foundation and teach people how to coordinate. Um, because we all look good as a unit. You're right. that shit. Let them find their own style and coordinate that shit. It don't matter what it is. Oh like, my God. That shit, we all here and we all dress. That, that's good enough. And then it's a lot of us. <laughs> we happy to be here. <laughs> I'd be stressed, girl. I'm like, I'm never leaving. <laughs> never leaving you in charge again. <laughs> of his own family. <laughs> what? I can't leave you with the kids. Damn. <laughs> Looking like this is his house of mine. <laughs> like, it don't matter. <laughs> Somebody got to teach you. <laughs> you can, you focus on getting yourself dressed. That's why when we go think places like this, you, your job is to get you together. I'll get everybody else. I got everybody. Inside, like, if knowing how you know, you know me. We've been together almost ten, nine years. You know that this was gonna irk me when you send me this picture. So why not fix it first? I'm over there like, uh, your shirt on backwards. So then he go, oh, oh, he's like, when you gonna let him dress for himself? I said, hmm, going. Going knowing the fact that he's went to school several times with his pants on backwards, <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be a minute. He's like, Well, he had him on the right wing on Thursday, I said, but his shirt was backwards. So, what? So, what are you saying right now? Greg, he's he a boy, big breath, and we gone. Like, <laughs> exactly, exactly. That's why I literally so I go to the gym three three days out of five. You know, so I come home. When I get home, I finish getting the kids together, make sure they got lotion on, all that shit. Cause my husband is a y'all fed. <laughs> get in the car, let's roll. Y'all got your book bags, girl. This food didn't even turn in the kids' homework. Go Thursday, I mean on Friday. I'm like, I had to eat by the teacher. Like, ma'am, <laughs> I just got back in town. I did do his homework. That's my round. round. <laughs> I'm back now. I'm like, um, here's a picture, just so you know it's already done. Let me just send this picture of his homework and I'll have the physical form for you on Monday. Cause what? <laughs> Sir. No. And I think that that's something good that's happened to too. Um I think women just are given a harder time for not being presentable for not showing up like polished, you know, in all that you do. I, I don't think society gives women as much grace as they give men. You know, and, men, and I think men just think differently too. Like you said, shit, we all alive, everybody healthy. They just ate, damn, you know, we good. And in your mind, yeah. like, no, 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 it's 17 different little small nuances that only I think a woman would really pay attention to. And I don't want to make this like a gender conversation, but I do think it's a thing. Yeah, um, I agree. I agree. Uh oh. Dang. <laughs> that shit sound like, ooh, let the dogs out. It is. It is. Damn, good with music. <laughs> you are. You need to go on one of them shows. <laughs> And I'm a win. Shit. Oh, God, you a win. I'm a win, baby. <laughs> so now, as a mom, because, you know, you have, with you having, like, 
my bad. Lost train of thought. With you having the sons and then having daughters, do you think that the foundation of okay, do you think that like the foundation that y'all are building is a bit different? And I'm saying that in terms of like you know, like you said, with like a, a, a little girl having like thicker lips or um, softer textured hair or conversations I'll have with them are different from the ones that I have with Brayden. Yes and no. I so I always do. I try to make sure I bat as much as I pour into my girls about you know feeling beautiful and you know liking yourself as you are. I also pour into my son. I've experienced a um, situation where a man felt like his mother didn't pour into him like she poured into the daughter Mm -hmm. so I try to keep that in my mind when I'm pouring into my son like when we do our affirmations I always tell him how handsome he is or you know what I mean when he is dressed dressed according well in great closet according to my standards but I just feel like it's it's not about standards it's just about what's decent and what's not decent when he is dressed up, where I'll be like, oh, you look really nice. Like, and I try to like point out specific things mm-hmm. so he can start to mentally recognize those things. However, what I do notice more because I have two girls that are total opposites, yeah, but they're so beautiful. So Bobby has small European lips mm-hmm. <laughs> and Bailey has full full lips bobby has 4c hair and bailey has probably like uh 3c hair you know what i mean so they're different they're going to experience some of those uh comparison things Mm -hmm. in house and it's like it brings me fear but i'm trying to do what i can to combat it so (laughs) what i was noticing that bobby wanted to wear her hair in two pigtails every day two pigtails two pigtails and i'm like why is all of a sudden she just want to wear two pigtails it didn't matter if she had braids if she had her twist in she wanted to wear two pigtails then i'm like going back to the app that the teachers use and looking at all the pictures and there's these two twins in her class that Mm. always have two pigtails always like I'm looking every single picture that I've seen with them in it they have two pigtails and I'm like okay so these must be Bobby's friends but I'm like I try to talk to them in ways that'll tell me how their interactions are going with their friends so I can see what I'm working against because I feel like that's important but they're so young it's kind of hard you know what Mm -hmm. I mean but I definitely feel like it's equally as important to pour into male children as it is you know, your girl children, um, you know, and Greg does, he, Greg does it too. He'll tell Brayden like, oh my gosh, Papa, you're so handsome. Um, or, you know what I mean? Just like pouring into him, letting him know that he, his, like his physical is nice too. Cause I feel like guys need that too. If they don't have that, then they'll start still, I feel like those guys who weren't told they were handsome by their mother are jumping from woman to woman because they're showing him attention and he can't settle down because he's getting all this attention. And I don't want Brayden to be that boy or that man. So I want to let him know, like, my mama find me attractive and that's good enough. You know, <laughs> <laughs> my mama told me I was handsome when I was growing up and that's good enough. I don't need all these different bitches. 
Yeah, because if your self-love is something that starts at home, the foundation starts at home, how you speak to yourself, how you view yourself, shit, how you view other people, um, all of that starts in the household. So if you aren't used to hearing, oh, you know, you're so, pr- you're so pretty, oh, you're so intelligent, oh, you're so creative, just those different things. When you finally get outside the house and the first person that tell you, it's like, damn, I ain't never heard this before. And they could be knocking your ass out like Tina was doing. Uh, well, no, I'm sorry, Tina. I was doing Tina, but in yeah. your mind, it's like, but they always tell me I'm so pretty and I'm so amazing, so it's okay, you know. And yeah. no, bro, <laughs> we ain't under no ass whooping. <laughs> like that's just that's right. what it is. So, being kind to yourself, being gentle, pouring into yourself, and pouring into the kids around you too is very important. I don't care if they're not your kids, girl. Tell your friend kids they beautiful and brilliant. You know, you can never hear too much of it. Um, For real. Like, I met my um, at dance class today. One of my, my my friend who brings her daughter to a class after me, she had her daughter's sister with her. And I was like, oh, yeah, I was just talking to her because she had took the other girl to the bathroom. I was like, oh, what's your name? When's your birthday? Oh, you're so pretty. Like, but she really was really pretty. <laughs> Not like I was just gasping her, but like, I just feel like it's important to hear that. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you laughing at her? She, she really, she knew the really good. Like, well, I didn't feel her kids cute because they really not. It was one of those kind of like, but she really was pretty. <laughs> I I just want y'all to know I don't be gassing people. Like, you know, not that y'all care, but <laughs> but yeah. So I just feel like it it, it is important to have those conversations with your kids at home and like you said it goes beyond just telling them they're beautiful they're they're handsome they're creative you're so smart you're so intelligent anything anything that this boy anything the kids figure out or put two and two together on their own i'm gassing it yes that's amazing how did you figure that out like you know what i mean i want them to recognize oh i I figured that out because of this and oh that makes me you know what i mean because Mm -hmm. i'm able to put this together that means I'm smart and this this and that you know what I mean and like you'll hear it come out like um Brayden will be like yeah I'm, I'm so smart I'm I I know everything because he's his thing is dinosaurs I could tell you anything about the dinosaurs nobody knows more dinosaurs than me and this is not because that's his thing and I just wish that boy would get like that with everything because that boy once he lock, locks into something it's over he want to do it's over it's over but I can already see right now that Bobby Grace is going to be my one. She'd be like, mommy, I don't, she told Greg, she's like, mommy's not going to like that you didn't put my hair like this. <laughs> or she's like, mommy, I want my hair like this because it's so pretty. Like today I put her hair in a low bun, like a low slick pack bun. Girl, she thought she, at first she couldn't tell what was going on. When she looked in the mirror, she said, oh my God gosh mommy I am so pretty I I love this hair and they went with uh, Greg's aunt auntie Shelly's gonna love it <laughs> my girl <laughs> talk your shit <laughs> I love it I love confident people I really do because confident and happy people pour into other people and that uh, leads me to the next part of the, the conversation before we move on that's one thing that I love about genuine friendships because the compliments are just so natural you know Mm -hmm. and 
the, the the praise and all of that it's so natural and of course i'm not saying that you know you need this from other people but let's be honest everybody likes to be poured into so it is nice to be in relationships with friends spouses fucking um you know family members whatever whatever kind of relationship and rapport that you have with the person it is nice when they pour into you yeah you know agreed so i, I love having friends i can't say they pour into me and just you know tell me oh you know you got this so you could do it i'll be like Ooh, right i can't do that shit pumps me up a little yeah girl pump 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 it up <laughs> keep that's a cheer thing never mind oh, oh spray you got that moment right yep no but I think we've touched on this topic quite a bit yep I think so too all right let's move it moving right along to the next segment of the show what no since we're being honest you go (laughs) you got it Remember last week, right? It's you know, kind of out, Chris. Can you... Oh, shit. Can you hear me? Yeah. I can hear you now, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Can y'all hear me? We can hear you. Can y'all hear Hello? me? Can you hear us? We can hear you. Can you hear me? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> can you hear me? Good. <laughs> um... Don't even know if we're gonna keep this part in there, but still, this is real raw and honest. So, China suggested that I make like a list of all that I wanted in, you know, my next career opportunity. Cool. I made a list, and I just never really referred back to it. I wrote it down, and that was it. Either way, go. Uh, last week, I got an amazing opportunity. Like it was truly everything that I had wrote down, and then some. It was fucking perfect, right? So I'm hyped. I'm like, yeah, this man, I know it is. Baby, when I tell you tanked the interview, I'm talking tanked, okay? I could feel myself fucking up. (laughs) Fumbling over my words, it was horrible. It was horrible. Um, And I still tried to stay confident after the interview. I was like, no, you know what? What's for me? It's mine. I know it. Got the email. Yeah, babe, unfortunately, this ain't for you. (laughs) So... Since we're being honest, I take a really good opportunity, but I'm still hopeful, and it is what it is. Okay, so maybe it was a good opportunity, but maybe it wasn't your opportunity. You're right, you're right. (laughs) And that's how you have to look at it, because, yeah, you know, shit could look good. The flowers could be blooming Blooming. and all great stuff, but they could be wilted the next day, so... Yeah, it was a good opportunity, but maybe it wasn't the right one for you. And that's what for you. What the hell for you? And that's where we're going to leave it at, and we're going to move on. Yeah. So what you got? So what you being honest about? <coughs> oh, excuse me. Um, since we're being honest, oh, I don't have nothing. I just, I gotta think still. Let me give me give me thirty seconds. <laughs> 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 that's hilarious um 
since we're being honest, I, so I was talking to my cousin about this whole situation with one of my godmoms, right? And she gave perspective on her godchild and that friendship situation and all that stuff. So basically, it was one of my godmoms that I feel like kind of just like dipped out on me after my dad had passed away. And, you know, I was like, my mom and her have since rekindled their friendship, I guess, and they're cool or whatever. And she's like, oh, you don't want to, you know, how would you feel if so-and-so apologized to you? This is now. And I'm just like, mm. oh, we talked about this in the forgiveness episode, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so cool. So, um, my cousin basically put it in perspective, like, sometimes you're a godparent, but sometimes you're involvement in that person's life is dependent on that friendship and sometimes it's not right mm-hmm. so sometimes so her and her friend who who um she's a godparent to their child kind of fell out and she said i haven't talked to my godson since and she's like i don't know how they would feel if i reached out now because i don't know what um things have been said or whatever whatever and she's like but if I'm being honest, it didn't really feel like a God child situation before the friendship ended either. It was just kind of like they they were around because me and the mom were cool. And I'm like, well, maybe that's what the situation was with my mom and her friend. Maybe she felt like, oh, I don't really have this connection to this child. And, you know, I'm only around because me and the mom are cool. Now me and the mom aren't cool for whatever reason. So she felt that she needed to step back. Who knows if she wanted to reach out and just felt like it might be awkward. You know, who knows? So that was different perspective. And I think that I needed to hear it to kind of, you know, forgive and move on. I don't necessarily still require or want the relationship. like, But I feel like now I that I realized that it was something I needed to forgive, getting that perspective has allowed me to forgive and move on. And I love that for you because honestly, it makes a lot of sense when you break it down like that. Yeah, true. And I literally was just around this lady too when I was in LA. And yeah, it is what it is. So forgiveness and perspective is it was needed, and it's we can move on now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I think that's a good segue into not since we're being honest girl shut up i think that's a good segue into uh the next segment of the show what will you do in the upcoming week to bloom um i'm going to the herb shop i'm about to stock up on some herbs what shop you going to there's this literally it's called some sunshine herb shop and they have like everything sea moss soursop all the dry herbs and I'm about to, you know, stock up for my little mini um, apothecary. I think it's called apothecary. My little mini um, herbal pharmacy. <laughs> Have you ever been to uh, Little Five Points? No. Uh, shit, what is the name of the store? They have crystals. I don't know if they have, like, herbs and stuff. But last I heard, they did have some stuff on, on deck. So, um, look it up. It's called Crystal Blue, and it's in Little Five Points. Okay. I'm looking at um, the name. I know it's right Yeah, you know, maybe something you want to check out. But as for me, what am I doing in the upcoming week? Um, hmm, what will I do to bloom? 
I don't really truly I don't really have like anything specific. Um well, you know what? No, I take that back. What I'll do is I wanna say stay just grounded in gratitude. Um and I don't that's it. I'm I'm gonna just leave it at that. This upcoming week I'm gonna stay grounded in gratitude. Okay. I'm gonna make a conscious effort to stay grounded in gratitude. There we go. I like that. A little gratitude journal would, wouldn't help. I mean, wouldn't hurt. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> it wouldn't help. <laughs> what you talking about? What you talking about, Willie? My man, it wouldn't hurt. <laughs> yeah. Now, let y'all know how to go in the next episode. But thank y'all so much for listening to another episode. We really appreciate it. Um, we release episodes every Sunday. And follow us at Black Girls in Bloom Pod on the gram. Share this podcast, like this podcast, subscribe to this podcast, and we'll talk to y'all soon. Bye. Bye, babes. Bye.